What's up, everybody? Welcome to Uncommon Grounds, a production of the Quinnipiac University Podcast Studio. This is a podcast about students from our School of Communications. On this episode of Uncommon Grounds, host Chris Rausch interviews Lisa Ferrara, a recent graduate of the Graphic and Interactive Design Program. Lisa is now pursuing her graduate degree in public relations, and she discusses what that has provided for her academically. Lisa also shares the process of helping create the School of Communications 20th anniversary website. My name is Mike Bachman, and I'm the producer of the show. I'm also a graduate student in Quinnipiac School of Communications. Our executive producer and director of community programming is David DeRoche. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by Chris Rausch, dean of the School of Communications. Hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to another episode of Uncommon Grounds. This is a podcast about students at the Quinnipiac University School of Communications. My name is Dean Chris Rausch and joining us today is Lisa Ferrara. Lisa is a master's student getting her master's degree in public relations. And she is also a graduate of the school in graphic and interactive design and communications. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Sure. So I first met Lisa when Lisa helped put together the school's uh, website to celebrate its 20th anniversary. So Lisa, tell me a little bit about that project and uh, what you wanted to do with that. Um, Well, I first started that project in the class, The Agency, and we started by developing like just ideas of how this website was going to promote originally before COVID. There was a whole weekend with a gala and everything. And then as COVID happened, all of the plans changed and we didn't really know going forward what the website was going to entail because we didn't know if in-person events were going continuing in September when we did come back and October when the gala was supposed to be held. But we kind of just filled the content of just what was there for the 20th anniversary and what the School of Communications went through. And how did you learn how to build websites? Through my GID courses. Um, Through GID, we have to take three web courses. Um, For this website, we actually use Squarespace, so it really was no actual coding, but just learning how to use CMS sites I learned through GID. Okay. Is this something that you want to do for like for a career? Hopefully, if I can find a job in this field. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. just because I was very impressed with the website and just everything that went into it. I mean, there was video on there. Uh, there was interactive stuff. There were links. Um, it was it was a very involved website and you did a very good job. Thank um, you. It wasn't I, I'm assuming just... you learned all of that in your GID classes. Yeah. And I wasn't just by myself. I had a team of other designers as well as um, content writers from the agency. Um, after like classes ended in the spring semester, Professor Marchese like reached out to me if I wanted to help edit the website. Additionally, because she did not have as much time as she needed to to go through it with all of um, the edits needed. So I did work on it um, afterward to make the final product. Okay. So Lisa, why did you decide to continue your studies uh, and get a master's degree in public relations? I still have no idea what I would like to do, um, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm sure almost all college students are in the same boat, but I really just wanted a broad field to go into anywhere that I wanted to be able to. Um, That's also why I chose public relations instead of um, ICM. I just wanted to be able to maximize my job options, and I knew that a master's degree would definitely set me apart from other students, so I thought, why not 
do something I'm also interested. So I wear many hats. Okay. How did you get to Quinnipiac? Three plus one program really drew me in. Okay. Um, I was interested in Quinnipiac, but once I actually originally applied as a business major and midway through applying to schools, I realized this is not for me. I did not want to do economics. I, I knew my place. I originally wanted to go to law school and then I tried to um, reach out to all the schools that I applied to. And I was like, I actually want to do communications. I looked into the graphic interactive design program on the Quinnipiac website. I actually had no idea what it meant on the website, but I was like, this seems cool. I'm going to just try it. I reached out to Terry Bloom to see if I could switch my major into graphic interactive design and ended up winding in the three plus one program. And that just solidified that I really wanted to come to Quinnipiac. I ended up loving it. Had you ever visited Quinnipiac? I visited twice. The first time I didn't like it, but I think it was because it was so rainy and I was also like an economics major. This just wasn't for me. And then the second time I visited as a communications major, I fell in love with it. But I think it was just finding my place and where I wanted to be. So this graphic and interactive design major, you weren't like a drawer or a designer or an artist in high school? I mean, I always liked art, but I wouldn't consider myself an artist. I wanted something different and I knew I wanted to create stuff, whether that was like advertisements or producing design like that. But I knew I definitely didn't want to do journalism. And I really did not know what PR was at the time. But learning now that I, I love my addition of my graduate degree, I think it kind of scopes everything. And I fell in love with graphic design. When was the, or what was the first class when you realized, hey, this is kind of cool. This is, I, I can make a career and a life out of this. That was Con 130 with Lori Grace. She's so passionate about the stuff she does. And that class is filled with a lot of people who aren't graphic design majors. And that was the first class that you're actually um, able to use all of the Adobe products. And I was like, oh, wow, this is actually really cool. And you like I find myself going down rabbit holes like on YouTube, just watching tutorials and trying to produce better stuff and like all these skills that professionals use and how um, Lori Grace taught us the foundation. But there's so much more that you can do with these programs that people do every day. Yeah, Lori's a great professor. So, Lisa, you had a couple of internships as an undergrad. Uh, tell me about those. So all of them were not graphic design related, which is that's OK. okay. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't mind it. It was still content creation based. So I worked in the city with a company called Nacre. They were a startup and I was able to produce all of their website based products. So I took pictures, I posted on their social media and anything that regarded to web I posted. So we did blog posts, um, photo shoots, but I really wished I was able to actually design things and that's what kind of solidified what I wanted to do in the future as my career. Um, I also had worked on campus with the Albert Schweitzer Institute last semester and that was really focusing on public relations like community outreach, news release, um, news releases, newsletters and that also showed me that I wanted to do more designing. That one was more design than my internship with Nacre but it kind of just showed me that I really like user experience. I like websites. I like coding. And I like that kind of future. Then that's what I want to go into. How did you get the internship at Nacrae in New York? I think I found the posting on LinkedIn. And the like blurb was super short. And 
it was really confusing, but I knew I wanted to work in the fashion and beauty industry and they were really looking for an intern and I saw several postings for it. Um, so I happened to apply and I interviewed later that day, which was really short. And I really loved that process because sometimes you apply to a job and you'll wait forever just to not even be heard. And, like, no, you don't get the job. Um, and then I got the internship two days later and I loved working with her because she was, um, she's actually from France. So she didn't know a lot about America and how we work here. So I was able to teach her more about like social media and like influencer programs and stuff like that. And she was really um, knowledgeable in social media and their practices in like a French way. And I was able to teach her about in America and how those kind of clash and intertwine. It was really awesome. And when you worked for the Schweitzer Institute, were you working with Sean Duffy? Yes. Great guy. Yeah, he is a great guy. <laughs> and and they have a great mission they as do. well. So I also know that you worked for her campus media as well. Uh, tell me about that. Unfortunately, that club is like slowly diminishing. There's not many people that are still in it. There's maybe like five. But I really wish it was like bigger on campus because it's the number one collegiate um, magazine for women. And as you write articles for their um, magazine, they will send you stuff to like write articles about almost like as if you are an influencer, they're trying to do like product promotions and stuff. And it's just a different way style of writing rather than um, the Chronicle. It's more as if you are a brand and you're trying to show off brands, which is really fun. And I was their social media manager for a little bit. So I was able to post all of their writing content as well as just fun little things to get people involved. I wish the club was bigger and more people did get involved. It's not something that a lot of people know about, but I do think that in the coming years, people should sign up, especially journalism majors who are really interested in looking to like write about like brand promotion or just even public relations people who are like trying to study how to write content while selling a product. I actually think it's a pretty cool publication. Uh, awesome. I don't, I don't understand why more college students and more, and I'm not using this term derogatorily, but yeah. millennials <laughs> um, don't know about it. I mean, I still follow it like on my own, like their national headquarters and stuff. And they write great articles. They do a lot of um, like promotions with other brands and like how to do self-care, how to use um, like their products. And it's very informational. A lot of stuff that like college women are really interested in. So like you said, I don't know why a lot of people aren't involved with it. I don't know if this is just something so small on campus that it doesn't make news to them nationally but that's how I first heard of it on the involvement fair freshman year okay Lisa you've mentioned a couple of times that um you want or that you uh are interested in doing like fashion and uh stuff around that so is the ideal job for you post master's degree like building fashion websites or working for a fashion related agency Ultimately, yes. I'm not sure exactly what I would like to do. I want to work within the fashion and the beauty industry, whether that's creating a website or doing user experience. I've also fell in love with that due to um, the classes that I've taken in GID, especially like the web courses, just finding out why people use things. And I think in the fashion industry, that's really prevalent, like why is something selling 
And how are you going to continue to sell it, especially as fashion trends start to come back? Like, why is this happening? Um, and I'm really interested in that kind of aspect of it, as well as just I've been into it all of my life, especially beauty. And I want to work in a field that I'm some like I'm passionate about. And I think that's where I'll end up, hopefully. And do you have like a, a, a life goal, like in 10, 15 years, this is the job that I want? Um, not like a specific goal, but I guess maybe if starting out from college, I'm not going to get that first beauty or, or fashion job. I want to end up there ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. My, my first job, I, I lasted six months. <laughs> <laughs> my my second job I lasted one year. <laughs> yeah. You you don't get uh right out of school the jobs that you really want. <laughs> it I takes a while it. to build up. <laughs> yeah. I had an internship that I actually lasted only one day because Oh wow. <laughs> it, yeah, it was just not what it said on the posting. It said it was like indirect marketing, but it was totally direct marketing. I was on the streets like trying to get people to sign up for this product. And I was like, this is not what I signed up for. I cannot do this. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you got to have those experiences to appreciate what comes later. Exactly. Lisa, what are you going to miss the most about Quinnipiac when you leave? Honestly, the professors, they are so encouraging and helpful in all areas. Um, Professor Marchese has been really influential in my part, especially as a designer. She's seen me grow and as well as Lori Grace, they've seen me grow since freshman year all the way till now. And I'm still in contact with Mar Professor Marchese all the time, just like asking her how to get a job, where to get a job, um, and what is like life afterwards. She's been in, she also has stuck around from Quinnipiac to Quinnipiac. So she knows that whole job market. She's been trained by Patty Bell, still works with Patty Bell. So Patty Bell definitely knows how to run this program and make successful designers. And I hope I'm also one of them and I'm, I'm, sure you miss, will be. <laughs> I'm just going to miss being with them because they definitely head you in the right direction all the time. They always and look just, at the bigger picture. Yeah. And just to bring this conversation full circle, what do you feel like combining the GID program with public relations is going to give you in terms of a leg up? I think I can wear many hats. It's definitely good to be able to design the concept and also know what the content is and like how it's being um, strategized as well as like I'm in the law and ethics class right now just learning legal things about like how content can be distributed I never got that in my GID degree and that's why also I double majored in undergrad because I felt like I needed something more to learn about more of the content that I was designing and how it will actually be um, used in everyday applications so I really think that just double majoring in something else like public relations will give me that extra leg up in knowing how this content is going to be used and why and how people are going to be perceiving it. That also helps. All right, Lisa, we are out of time. I want to thank you for joining us today. And I want to thank you again for helping build our 20th anniversary website for the School of Communications. It was, uh, yeah, it's a great website. And I really appreciate it with all the work that you and the other students did. Thank you so much. That was Chris Rausch interviewing Lisa Ferrara, a recent graduate of the Graphic Interactive Design Program. 
On Common Grounds is hosted by Chris Rausch, Dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. The show is produced by myself, Mike Bachman. A big thank you to Heather Popovics for running the social media. And our executive producer and director of community programming is David DeRoche. To learn more about all of our podcasts, visit qu.edu slash podcast. You can listen to our podcasts on the platform or app of your choice. And be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at qupodcasts. If you have a story to share or something you want us to talk about, then find us on social media or shoot us an email. That address is qupodcasts at qu.edu. On the next episode of Uncommon Grounds, Chris interviews Mariana Rapa, a journalism major with an English minor. And in a world that's shifting under our feet faster than any other era in a lifetime, information and media access are critical. So stay connected, my friends. We'll catch you next time. 